Good morning. This is a somber Sunday. Dedication to my dear friend who lost someone very special to him. My condolences go out to him and his family. This is for Olotunji B. Olonje. Benjamin. The B is Benjamin. He just sent me something and I feel for him. I feel for his loss because I'm immune to it. I know what it's like to lose people in your family. And I read what he sent me and I thought, you must be to be a part of it. Now, my dear Olatunji, I wish I can be there with you, but I'm with you in spirit and I want you to listen to my voice as healing. They say a prayer to all the people out there who've lost someone in their life. Family, spouse, child. Every day we lose someone in our life from an illness. But you think to yourself, there are cycles of life. There are stages in life that we go through. Okay, so you start off as a baby, from a baby to a child, from a child to a preteen, from a preteen to a teenager, from a teenager to a young adult, from a young adult to adult, and if we're lucky enough, to a senior citizen. You look at the life of someone. You want to celebrate their life, but you also want to mourn in the passing. And they live to be a ripe old age. Now, some people can't get to that. There are some people that can say, hey, I can't wait till I'm this age. You look back at the time that you were a child. Do you ever look at yourself through a home movie or a video clip? You see yourself as a young child and you think, I've got the whole world at my feet. I could become whatever I want to become. You have big dreams and goals when you're a child, right? And then you get to be a young adult. So you have to make that decision. You have to say to yourself, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? What do I want to become? How can I strive to become something that people will be proud of? My parents will be proud of me or my spouse, whoever's in your life that matters to you. But I say to you, Olatunji, you're not alone. You have me, your dear friend, who will help you through this trying time. Listen to the power of voice. Do you know that the power of your voice does heal in times of sadness, in times of grief, in times of sickness, in every and any time? Now ask yourself this question, because you've helped me along the way. You've helped me become the woman that I am in terms of having to go out there to show the world all of my emotions and my feelings on everything. And I've touched on this topic and I've paid, paid special tribute to my dear LinkedIn contacts whenever they're going through a crisis, a tragedy, a sickness. You know, we don't want to talk about what goes on after. When, a, when you lose someone you love and they were a part of your family, they were very near and dear to you, they were everybody's everybody's mother, everybody's grandmother, everybody's, you know, everybody's relative. I know the power of losing someone. It's a, it's a great loss when you lose someone so close to you. And you have always told me this, now and I'm telling you to everybody out there who will listen, you still have to continue on with life and become great. You ever look at someone 
really study them. See what they're all about. You want to get to know them, right? So you look at their life. What did they accomplish while they were here on this earth? What did they do for you to help you become the person who you are? You think, okay, your parents shaped you. My parents have shaped me to the woman that I am. Without their teachings, I would be a lost soul. I think of my mother and father as the two greatest teachers in the world that have helped me see how life can be, how people are. We all go through tragedy, we all go through loss, and you ask yourself, can I get through this? Yes, you can. As you've told me, Benjamin, I am here with you in spirit now and love to be there with you to help you get through it. I think if you listen to the power of my voice, my power of my voice will heal you and will help you as much as I can to make you see that, hey, look, she lived a great life. Again, she was everybody's mother, grandmother, friend. She was everybody. We all had something that she offered us, that she brought to us, inspired us. Think about the people in your life that did shape you, that made you who you are. And without their teachings, what would you become? Who would you become? I look at you as a perfect example of the speaker, a moderator, a good friend. I see you as a younger brother, a brother that I never, ever had but always wanted. That I say to you, Benjamin, you are the most kindest, sweetest, caring, honey, serious, you're everything that I've ever known in my lifetime through LinkedIn and through which you put me out there the second time, praising, supporting, guiding. You're near and dear to me as a true friend. Now, not many friends in this world will come out and say those things. At a time of grief, you need to hear me. The power of healing comes through in someone's voice. I look at you when you were helping me through that difficult, dark time. And I say to myself, he got me through it. You made me see. We are all here on this lifetime for a short time, but we can make the best of what we have now. To go out there, to inspire other people, to Help them see you're not alone in your mourning, in your grief. We come together as a family. She is with the angels. She is up there in God's home. Now God is taking care of all the people that meant something to us. That were once a part of this beautiful world, but is no more. A lot of people don't want to talk about death. A lot of people don't want to talk about what's going to happen when you die. We don't know. This is the scary part. What happens to you when you go? Where do you go? Now, I like to think, yes, I'm going to be reunited with my family one day. As I said to you, and I think I've mentioned this in the past, it is very difficult to let go of someone that meant something to you, that was a big part of your life. But you know what? It's not... You're not letting them go. They're always going to be in your heart. 
wherever you go in life, whatever you do, whoever you're with, they are with you in spirit. You know, my mother, again, it's hard for me to let go of her. This coming July will be six years that she's gone. Six years, that doesn't seem like a lot, but again, I'm still mourning for her. Now, you're not going to see me on the outside showing that emotion. I'm keeping it within. I'm keeping myself composed and strong. It gets harder and harder each time, but you know what? At some point, we have to continue living. We have to continue living because it's important. If you stop living after you lose someone, you're basically giving up on yourself and everything that you want to accomplish in life. How many people have I heard say this to me? I've lost the love of my life and I can't go on. Yes, you can. It will be difficult in the beginning. You're not going to grieve one day and the next day be normal. That's not how it works. Now, everybody grieves differently. Some people, it takes months. Some people, it takes many years. You never forget the person that was alive. You have them in your heart. Be in the knowledge and know this. They're always going to be a special part of you. And it's traumatic. I've been to many funerals. I know how people react. Some people don't even show one ounce of emotion. And you wonder, what is wrong with that? What is going on with that? Why are you not showing any emotion? It's like, it's like you don't care. See, some people can cry. Some people can't. Some people can cry and show emotion. Some people can scream and yell. Other people don't show any emotion. Those are the ones that I'm worried about is when you don't show any emotion, you're denying that that person ever passed. And when you start to deny the person you lost, I'm thinking there's something wrong with you. Your mental health is going to put into play. You're going to put these images and hallucinations and visions. Oh my God, this person is not here, but they're here in my mind. You know, again, when my father passed away, I denied his death for three years. I didn't believe he was gone. Even though we went through the whole funeral and we memorialized him, I still didn't believe he was gone. A part of me thought, this is a bad dream. I'm going to wake up. And when we get home from the service, he's going to be here as if nothing happened. I made myself believe that. But I was fooling myself. I was looking for him. I was going on a soul-searching mission, looking for that person that I lost. Because our bond was broken the day he passed. Our bond was broken. And it was a strong bond that I had with my father. I can never imagine ever being without him. And I actually, again, premonition, I had visions of his death two years before. See, I don't like to tell people that. If I know someone who's close to me and I have a premonition of what's going to happen to somebody that they love, I can't come out and tell them why. I don't want to be the one person to do that, to shatter someone's hopes and dreams. You know, when someone is sick and they're battling an illness and you think they're not going to survive. Now, you know something about it. You just don't want to reveal it. Because God forbid, if you tell them how you feel and what you see, and then what happens if they do lose that loved one and you knew about it, but you didn't say anything. I said, because it's not my place. I never wanted my father to go. I always believed that he would be spared, that God would see, hey, look, he's too young to make that trip. 
He has to be here to continue on with what he wanted to do to fulfill his dreams and his aspirations. He had plans with him and my mother. The golden years, as they call it, to live out their life together, growing old. And unfortunately, it didn't happen. We don't expect things like this to happen, but we have to prepare for it. With you, though, and I read that flyer you sent me, it's heartbreaking when you lose someone. But she had a full life. She had a full life. She gave. She helped. She inspired. She will be dearly missed. I truly feel for you. And I feel for your pain. But that's why I'm saying to you, my dear friend, Olatanji, Benjamin, Alonje. I know I'm messing your name up. I know that. In this time of sorrow, I just want you to know that I'll always be here if you need to talk. If you need to show emotion, you can show your emotions with me. We'll cry together. We could talk about the good things. Let's remember the good memories. Do not focus on the bad. I've always said this to people. In order for you to get past this, remember the good. Don't remember the bad, because when you think about the bad, you know what's going to happen? You're never going to get past it. And all that guilt will come back, and it will you will say to yourself, it's my fault. See, I blame myself for my mother's passing. I didn't give her, we didn't give her a proper setup. I felt that if she would have passed away at home instead of being in the hospital, things would have been a lot different. That I wouldn't feel the guilt. But I saw her go through that pain, and it just brought it all back again. But I say to all of you, again, reflect on the good memories. What that person did for you. How do they touch your soul? How do they inspire you? What do they do for you? Because again, at some point in our lifetime, we don't know when God is the only one who knows. When it's our time to go, we have to go. But you say to yourself, I have so much that I need to accomplish. Now, I got my second chance from God. My mother had prayed for me to get better. Do you know that the healing power of her voice, but also the healing power of her touch, a hug, you know, or you hold someone's hand, and you say something to them, words of inspiration, wisdom. You make them understand that life is beautiful again. Now, life is sad when you don't have that special someone in your life. I get it. I still am looking for my mother. I wish I could tell her how much I love her. I wish I could see her one more time. I look at her through a photograph, and I wish I had kept a voice recording. You know, I always say to everyone, if you have that, if you have your parents or people in your life that matter to you now, remember to capture those memories of them. Keep a voice message, a recording, a video, so that in your time of healing, you will have something to look at. Remember all the good times that you spent, the times that they made you laugh, the times that they inspired you and shaped you and you were there for you. Now you must carry on the mission and continue on with the cycle of life. Because again, if you stop living after someone passes away, you're slowly making yourself sick and you're slowly killing yourself slowly. You just don't realize it. So now we go through the cycle of life. The cycle of life. Everyone goes through at different stages in their time. Think back to a time when you had a, when you were a child. Think of all the good memories, all the trips, 
all the things that you did together as a family. Don't reflect on the bad when someone passes. Again, you don't want that. You'll be saying to yourself, I could have done this, or I wasn't there for them, or I should have done this. You're going to be blaming yourself. There is no blame. If it was a sickness, what could you have done? Yes, you could say many prayers, pray to God. You could do all of that. But in the end, there are some people that just don't want to live with any type of pain. My mother was an exception. You know, she didn't want to go on with the pain that she had. If she would have still been alive today, she would have still been suffering. And I don't know if I could watch her shrivel into a woman that was weak. My mother was always strong. When she lost the love of her life, she fell apart. And I thought, my God, I'm losing my father. And what, two years later, I'll be losing my mother. She stopped living. I said, Mom, no, you cannot stop living. You have to continue on. We, as humans, are resilient to crisis, to tragedy, to death. We're resilient. We are going to face, at a time in our life, we're going to lose people that we love. Again, I've lost many people. I'm immune to it. People ask me, well, how can you go on with this attitude? You know, when I think of all the good things in, in the life, in my life, of all the things that my parents had done for me, and how they shaped me, how they created us, how they shaped us, how they taught us. We talked about, I've talked about death with her many times, and I said to her, I don't know if I can go on. Yes, you can. You will go on. You have a purpose in your lifetime. You have a mission to complete. You have a, you have a chance to be happy with someone, to walk down the path of marriage, to be a parent, to rejoice in the glory and the love. And if you stop living after I go, you're going to make yourself sick. But not only that, life is going to pass you by, and everybody around you will be ahead, and you'll still be stuck like you're in, stuck in the past. We want to continue on with the present and the future. Now, I know it is hard to lose someone. And you're going to say to me, how do you do it? Well, I'm mourning. But again, you're not seeing it on the outside. I'm mourning. I'm crying. My heart is breaking. How many times have I experienced loss? How many people did I lose in my family? I lost many. Parents, uncles, aunts, grandmother, godfather family friends, people that I went to school with, pets. we got to include the pets because they're a part of your family. You take them in as a part of your family. Neighbors, everybody that I came into contact with and close, something happened to them. But it hurts when it's your own parents and you think to yourself, they're not here anymore. You know, when my grandmother passed away, it was very difficult for me too. Now, she lived to be 97. And... I learned a lot from her, and I admired, I, I loved her hugs and her kisses and her touch and her stories, and I try to picture her as a young woman, a young woman with five children and a husband that decided, hey, I don't want to be a husband and father, because again, when you're living through the Great Depression, you have to try to make the best of it. And there's ever, always a, a, a silver lining to every story. Yes, it starts off as tragedy, but it ends up with something positive. Reinforcing in the knowledge that you will get ahead, you will get through it. And I say to you, Brother Benjamin, you will get through this. Why? I know who you are. To me, you're more than just a dear friend. You're like a brother to me. But one day I would love to meet with you in person 
to share with my knowledge, share everything that you've helped me into achieving. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, but I also am going to give you my deepest condolences to you and your family. May the Lord guide her, protect her, watch over her. She is blessed. She is blessed with Jesus. She's an angel now. Let me say the Lord's Prayer with you. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. I pray to you that you will get stronger. Yes, it's going to hurt. Yes, you're going to be in a world of pain. But remember, rejoice in the fact that now she lived for that period of time. She had a good long life and everybody will miss her and she will be missed dearly by everyone, including yourself. You need to continue on with the cycle of life. You need to be the person that you are, the man that you are. You are strong. You are a strong man. And if you need to show your emotions, go ahead and cry because crying is a strength. Anything we go through in life with tragedy is a strength in and of itself. May the Lord and the peace be with you. God bless you, dear Benjamin. To you and your family, I say my condolences. God bless you.